C.S. Lewis in Screwtape Letters illustrates that in many instances, it isn't sinful ways that bring people down. It's the subtle dip within the frame of comfort and familiarity. The Christian is often led astray by a slight misunderstanding of Scripture, a gentle nudge to principle, or even a slight injection of sanctimonious religiosity masked as Christian concern. Look around us. Our politics are often informed by opinionated, paid voices that feed our bias rather than the facts. Or society is mostly framed by celebrities and skewed reality media that lead our culture. Or religion is, what is it? Television preachers? Famous evangelists? A couple on TV who want you to support their ministry? This show? The devil doesn't need sinful pleasures to lead people astray. He just needs us to focus so much on people, places, and things. Religious people, religious places, religious things. That we lose focus of God. Doing good should not be as important as doing it for God. But you can't do it for God if you don't know Him personally. Not through media, not through preachers, not through evangelists, but through personal discovery by His scriptures back to the source to discover the Creator and the truth. I'm Andrew Campbell, and this is Sabbath School University. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Welcome to Sabbath School University. Here I have three guests and we're going to just get right into it. I'm going to invite you to give us your name, your, what you're studying, and tell me one of the hobbies that you enjoy doing. Start right here. Uh, my name is Delvin mm. Ferris. I'm from Antigua, and I'm here studying um, Masters of Divinity. I love soccer. All right. Brazil <laughs> is my team. Brazil. Not Antigua. Not Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Ashish Mesopam. I'm a second-year physical therapy student. Okay. And I guess one of my hobbies is I really like to eat. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite food? I like all ethnic foods. Okay. Actually, I don't really have a favorite, but I just like trying all different right. things. Cool. My name is Dojcin Zivadinovic. I'm from Croatia. Okay. I like to eat too. Got <laughs> 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 to do a little less. <laughs> uh, I like soccer, tennis. All I right. like sports. I like hiking in nature. Good. I study at the seminary. Good, good. What are you studying? Church history. Great, great. Well, Dojcin, I'm going to invite you to read our key texts and mm -hmm. then pray, and then we'll go right into our study for today. All right. Our key text is, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. All right. You mind praying in Croatian? Yeah, All let's right. do that. Let's pray. Dragi nebeski oče, hvala ti, puno ti hvala na ovoj prilici da možemo doći zajedno, da možemo proučavati tvoju riječ. Molim te, gospode, daj nam tvoga svetoga duha da se možemo približiti tebi, da možemo biti inspirirani od tvoje nebeske riječi. Gospode, molim te, probudi naša memoriju, 
naša sjećanja i sve što nas, što nas veže za tebe. I molim te, gospode, da možemo razumjeti tvoju riječ. U Kristo ime te molimo. Amen. Amen. Thanks for praying in Croatian and uh, and reading our key text. That was Genesis 3.15, right? Amen. All right, good. So the lesson for this week is about creation and the fall. Um, and get us started, Delvin. You know, when we talk about the fall, you can't talk about the fall without talking about Eve. What can we learn through Eve's story about the dynamics of Satan's temptations? I mean, I could just put it simply like this. Stay focused. Stay mm. focused. The thing is, Eve took her eyes off of the master. She mm. took her eyes off of God. Mm. And the thing is, what Satan does many a times is he, he distracts us with many things, things that look beautiful, things that looks interesting. Mm. And then he gets us to take our eyes off Jesus. And once our eyes is off Jesus, then it is, I mean, easy for us to fall to anything. Yeah. Even a simple truth mixed with error, which is actually error. That's what caught Eve off guard, and she was able to give in to Satan's temptation and eventually sinning against God. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think it was also interesting that, you know, Satan caught Eve alone. Mm-hmm. She was, she had, Adam wasn't with her. He caught her off guard. And when you don't have that support system with you, it becomes a lot easier for you to fall to uh, Satan's lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that Satan cannot uh, test Eve anywhere in the garden. Mm. He could only try her, he could only tempt her around the tree. So it's about us. Sometimes God, we cannot be tempted if we're just doing it safe. But we actually get tempted by willingly going to the place where there is temptation. Mm. And we think, oh, I'm going to go to the place where there is temptation. I'm going to be stronger than Eve. <laughs> she was a perfect woman or before, before the fall. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, when you, when you think about what the interaction that took place between the serpent and Eve, you think about the things that he said to her. One of the things he's, he said was designed to get her to s- start questioning God, mm-hmm. right? What, what did he say? You know, when you, when you read the account, he says, you know, um, can, can you eat from... God says you can't eat from all the trees in the garden, right? And then she says... No, we can eat from the trees in the garden. Just not this just one. Not this one. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's, he, he says, she, she's going back and forth with him and saying, you know, well, if we eat from it, we'll die. And he says, you're not going to die. He's trying to get her to start doubting God. How much of that goes into play in temptations that we face today? I think a lot. Like if you notice from the story, Satan... He gives all these little half-truths okay. to her. He doesn't really tell her the whole story, and she just, you know, she buys it hook, line, and sinker. Hmm. And sometimes I think, at least in my personal life, that's happened to me too. I, I stop questioning. I stop searching. What, what does the Bible say about that? Mm-hmm. And I just fall hook, line, and sinker into, <laughs> into yeah. temptation. Yeah. I think engaging also is a big issue. Many times, the, you know, we decide to engage the devil. Mm-hmm. Or he will come and engage us, and we entertain his engagement. Mm-hmm. And this is where the problem comes. From the time we engage, you know, I mean, resist the devil, flee. You know, run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, as, 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 as we always say, put on your Adidas and start running. You know? <laughs> because the reality is when you stay and engage, mm -hmm. we are no match for the devil. Mm. We should not even be having a conversation with him. Okay. The times we waste to have a conversation with the devil, we can be having a conversation with God, <laughs> which would be much more fruitful for us. Yeah. I think it's very important to see that this lie, that this phrase that yeah. Satan does, he whispers to our ears even today. Okay. He's saying, <laughs> go, sin. You're not going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus will die for you anyway. So uh -huh. you might as well continue have license to sin. Even though we're not, we're after the fall, the same thing is he's whispering to our ears, it's mm -hmm. easy to sin, just do it. You yeah. don't have to pay for it anyways. You can always repent later, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to read here Genesis 3, verse 4 and 5. The serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Mm -hmm. What he's trying to do is trying to paint God as someone who's trying to withhold something mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this, this is actually out there. It's available to you mm -hmm. and God doesn't want you to have mm -hmm. it. But if you do this, yeah. you can have it. <laughs> you know, how, I, I mean, in your own personal life or, or when, you, when you see things happening to loved ones, do you see this kind of, you know, formula uh, happening in, in the way that you're tempted or, or the way that you see others being tempted. You know, distrusting God, thinking that God doesn't want the best for you. Yeah. If I could just go back to Delvin's comment for just a quick second about how he was saying to flee from, from temptation or from Satan. You know, Paul says, in your weakness you are strong. Mm. And it's because in your weakness you rely completely on Jesus. A lot of the times we think that... <laughs> We're strong enough to face the devil by ourselves. You know? mm -hmm. But if we rely completely on Jesus, yeah. flee the devil, that's where, that's where the key is. Yeah. You know, sometimes I realize also with me, I, I would throw in my, my great blessing for okay. something less, less great. It's, it's, it's like I see something looking like gold <laughs> and I throw, throw, in, throw away real gold <laughs> and then realize that I'm actually getting wood. Mm. You know? And that's what, that's what I realize that sometimes... I mean, it would happen to me. You know, the devil will come, bring something. It looks real nice. You know, it looks like, mm. hey, this, this, is, this is it, you know. And instead of asking God, listen, what do you think? You know, I jump at, jump at it. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Mm -hmm. I end up losing what's really destined mm -hmm. for me. Like Eve. Yeah. Yeah. She thought that the food was desirable. It looks yeah. good now for food. All of a sudden, it looks good. You know, yeah. she was just saying that God did not, that God mm -hmm. said that we shouldn't eat it, but now it looks good. Yeah. And then she threw in, I mean, mm -hmm. a little knowledge, because she actually got the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. But then she got it at a great price, yeah. you know. So sometimes I think that I compromise and, and give in, I mean, taking wood rather than gold. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think our problem is that we always think that God is withholding something yeah. from us. And we don't have enough faith to understand, hey, there's an entire garden of Eden that you can eat all those fruits. <laughs> no, no we thought if he's really one of, if he holds something from you, he wouldn't put that fruit in the first place. <laughs> mm -hmm. He would be hiding it somewhere where you can't reach it. <laughs> so sometimes we think that that little pleasure of sin, I think we God is withholding from us, but we don't know how much actually God has in store for us. Mm. And once we see the glimpse of God's love and goodness, we're just like, this is so unworthy. That one second of, of lust, it's so unworthy. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, you know, it comes down to who do you think has your best interests at hmm. heart? Hmm. Does God yes. or, or does Satan? And sometimes, you know, we, we can't see the big picture, but God can. It's kind of like a, a mother not allowing her children to eat candy. Mm. And you think 
that's the worst thing ever. Yeah. But then 20 years down the road, you don't have cavities in your teeth. Right. And now who had your best interests at heart? <laughs> the candy companies or your mother? On, you know? right. <laughs> yeah, very good example. Now, when, when we think about temptation and stories in scripture about temptation, you think immediately about Eve. Well, another story that comes to mind is the story of Jesus in the wilderness mm. facing off with <clears throat> Satan. Um, when, when you think about those two scenarios, how do they compare? How do they match up? What lessons can we learn from as we look at the two of them together? Well, I think the lesson, the thing that I found interesting between comparing the two um, scenarios was that when Satan was talking to Jesus, he used scripture to mm. try to tempt Jesus. And the, the same thing like, with Eve, he told Eve little half-truths. Yes, yeah. he quoted God a yeah. little bit, like yeah. half. Exactly, yeah. and I was like, wow, that's really interesting because huh. I wonder how many times have I, have I fallen because of that, mm. get a little half-truth in my ear, and I don't find out what's the real, the real story behind it. Yeah. So I think that was a good comparison between the two of Satan telling Jesus, hey, if you jump off the building, your, God said his angels will, will pick you up if yeah. you, so you don't hit your foot against the stones. And Jesus said, turned around and said, but you know what? Don't tempt the Lord your God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> so there's a big difference between Eve being tempted and Jesus being tempted. First okay, of yeah. all, there's Garden of Eden, the most beautiful place we have ever not even imagined. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And it's, everything is so beautiful. Everywhere you look around, you can see, oh, God is so good. Mm -hmm. God loves me. Jesus was in the wilderness. Yeah. That Satan destroyed this world, created wilderness. Everywhere Je Jesus looks around, he can't see nothing. And then the devil is tempting with bread. <laughs> okay? So here the devil is tempting with the fruit versus thousand million other beautiful fruit. And in the wilderness, the devil is tempting with the bread versus rocks. Rocks. <laughs> so it's really, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 I think it's a little different. But for me, I think it's the same because this is Jesus now. Okay. I mean, he knows what, what, what's in the throne room, mm -hmm. you know. He knows what heaven is like, right? Well, he, he grabbed human flesh, mm -hmm. right? And he came here to die for us. But mm -hmm. the thing is, when Satan brought, he said, if you are the son of mm -hmm. God, if mm -hmm. this, if that. And there was a whole lot of if statements suggesting to you, said suggesting to Jesus that if you really are who you say you are, Mm -hmm. So now you start doubting, am I really who I say I am, mm -hmm. you know? But with that, Jesus knew who, who, who he was, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, who he knew who his father was. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he knew glory, this world actually yeah. belongs to his father. Yeah. He knows, mm -hmm. I mean, he is God, yes. right? So then he was not really, I mean, just like Eve had access to all this, Jesus also had access to all this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if he would have thrown in the towel for just I mean, a few stuff. I mean, the devil got him good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just not, it was not good enough. Yeah. Mm. It's like this, 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 this text, Ephesians 3, I think Ephesians 3.20, it says, I mean, God is able to do abundantly, mm -hmm. exceedingly, more than we can even thought or mm -hmm. imagine, think or imagine. Mm -hmm. That's a lot, yeah. you know. But many times, you know, we, we, we think, is God really that strong? The devil mm. brought this thing to me. We start double yeah. thinking, start guessing whether or not is yeah. God really able to take me out of this mess? Mm -hmm. yeah. Can God really get me to graduate? You know, <laughs> And you start thinking, maybe I might have to give God a little hand. Mm -hmm. And from the time you move to giving him a hand, that means you're working on your own strength and not the strength of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I really like the point that you're making because you can see that clear parallel between the story of Eve where the Satan is getting Eve to doubt God. Mm -hmm. He's wanting Jesus to doubt his relationship with yep. his father. Yep. He, he, you know, you think about Abraham, he 
Abraham is doubting, Abraham and Sarah, they're doubting whether God can really give them a son. So it's like, you know, okay, bring Hagar along. You know, we'll work it out this yes, way. Yes. So much of temptation is about doubting yep. God. Mm -hmm. yep. and, yeah. and it's, you know, a powerful tool that Satan uses. And that's why trust and faith in yeah. God is so important. Yeah. yeah. Another thing also, I mean, the reality is, and you know, this is for everybody. If you don't know what the Word says, mm -hmm. one of the things I've, I've, I've started to do lately is to just write out scriptures and walk with them in my pocket and ever so often just take them on a look at them because i mean after looking at that scripture for the whole day it stays there mm -hmm. now mm. right and when the time comes the holy spirit can bring it back for me Amen. this is a promise this mm. is what jesus said this yes. is reality but if you're not in the word mm -hmm. if you're not mm. you're not even reading your bible mm -hmm. when the time comes when test comes you can't even stand against anything because you have yeah. nothing to pull Mm -hmm. You know, you have nothing to depend on. And trust yeah. comes on us knowing who Jesus is and what mm -hmm. he can do for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very beautiful to focus on humanity of Christ. Just to see him as a little baby. Actually, when he was a little baby, he didn't have in his brain all the memories of heaven. Mm -hmm. He actually had to learn that he was God. Mm -hmm. He had to learn he was Messiah through faith, through scripture, yeah. and through the Holy Spirit. Yes. So yeah. when God told him, you are my son in whom I'm well pleased, he's yeah. like, I believe. I feel it. So when he comes to the wilderness and Satan is tempting him, he's tempting him against, or do you really believe? Ah. So Jesus is really, he needs to experience, he's, he's exper exercising that faith mm -hmm. that we also need to feel. Are you yeah. the child of God? Yeah. Are you the son of God? Do you really have, have you ever be really, really been born again? Mm -hmm. Do you really have Holy Spirit to overcome temptation? That's the question. Mm. Now, there's one important difference between Eve being tempted, Jesus being tempted, and us being tempted. And, and the difference that, that I would like to point out, I'm going to go about it by asking you another question first. If somehow, if by some miraculous means, God would, would remove the devil and all the demons and all the evil angels from this world, <laughs> would this world suddenly become a good place? Maybe better. <laughs> <laughs> but would it, would it suddenly become a perfect place? No, we still live in sinful nature. We're still in sin. Yeah, because not only are we, we're not now just neutral beings, we are fallen. And mm -hmm. we, we are now like, it, it's our nature to love sin. Mm -hmm. And so that's one important difference between when we look at Eve being tempted mm -hmm. and Jesus being tempted. Mm -hmm. This is a, a different situation than us because sometimes we don't even need the devil actually tempting us it's our it's within us that you know we our our inclination is towards mm -hmm. sin and so now it's it's a more complicated situation because not only it's not just coming from the outside it's also coming from yes. the inside mm -hmm. and so that just points us you know how much we need Jesus mm -hmm. because if Eve being perfect yeah was able to, to fall. Yeah. Imagine us, yeah. we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we need that extra mm. power, that, that source from outside of us. And going along that line, I'll move into the third question for, for today. You know, when we think about Hebrews chapter four, verse 15, it mm -hmm. says, you know, Jesus was tempted in all points as we are. Um, what can we learn from that fact? Oh, that's just a beautiful thing to know mm -hmm. that Jesus was tempted just like I am and he overcame. So mm. there is hope for me. <laughs> you know, the Bible says 
that we have in in First Corinthians 15, verse 50, it says the flesh and blood that we mm -hmm. have cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That's right. But in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, it says that Jesus came and took the flesh of blood of Abraham. Mm. So he took, that's a mystery of incarnation, that Jesus actually took that flesh and blood that by itself yeah. cannot inherit the kingdom mm -hmm. of God. So how did he inherit it? By faith, by Holy Spirit crucifying that flesh. Galatians 5.24 says uh, we ought to crucify our sinful flesh with its passions and lust mm. through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. that's was, that's was, Jesus was a prime example of mm. dying to the flesh. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was the difference between him and Eve. You see, Eve didn't have that flesh, mm. but Jesus had, came with the flesh after the fall, and he's showing us how we can overcome. Yeah. You know, Go ahead. You know, you said something um, very interesting. He said dying to the flesh, mm -hmm. and that's something I think that we need to really mm. focus on, dying I mean, to the flesh. And you said this was done by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. many times, you know, we want what Jesus did. We want yeah. that victory, but we're not willing to die to the flesh. Mm -hmm. And that's not an easy thing. I can, I can say that right off the bat. It's not an easy thing. You know, it's something that takes you, you, you going with Jesus day by day by day, allowing the Holy Spirit to mold you and remake you over and over again. But you've got to be willing to submit to that type of um, lifestyle rather than the lifestyle of you being in control. Amen. Mm. And I think sometimes that we don't realize is it's not something that happens overnight. Yep. You know, dying, dying to self, letting God work in you, it can take a long time. And that's something that we have to be ready and waiting for to continually day by day wake up commit your life to god and be like yeah you know i, I submit to you yeah. Yeah. mold me that's true but the bible does tell us that now we're dead to sin after we have been justified and saved we're dead to sin paul says i die daily mm -hmm. so sanctification as a process of cleansing our character and perfecting our character is mm -hmm. a daily process yeah but dying to self you can die right now we can die now to self. Today mm -hmm. we can choose God to dwell in us and be His holy temple. Yeah. And, and in that moment when Christ enters us, we are born again. And we hate that sin that we just loved before. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's can happen right now. But then, you know, when I think about the fact that Paul says we have to die daily, Amen. it means it's something that keeps coming yes. back up. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's not something that you yes. kill once and for nope. all. Yeah. It's something that's constantly coming back up and you have to keep killing it. Yes. And, and so... Um, it, when I think about the promise or, or when I think about what Jesus says, uh, you know, or Hebrews says that Jesus was tempted in all points as we are, mm -hmm. I know that I have a Savior that mm -hmm. not, only, not only can save me, but also understands yeah. what I'm going through. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and so it's, it's comforting. I mean, what does that mean to you? You know, when, when, you, when you understand that your Savior not only is powerful enough to, yeah. to rescue you, but he also can understand exactly what you're going through. Mm. You know, it, it gives me hope to know that there's victory in Jesus. Mm. That, that's mm -hmm. one thing. But also, you know, when I think about it, I used to take, take on a lot at one time. Hey, God, how is it going to be for me in the next two months, three months, next year, you know? And I want to know everything so that I can work it all out so that by the time I get there, it's all right. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, lately God is showing me now, let's take it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, the songwriter says moment by moment. Mm -hmm. And I can't deal with what's going to happen 5 o'clock this afternoon. I'm not there yet, <laughs> you know. I've got to deal with what's happening now and allow God to take me through step by yeah. step. Mm -hmm. So when something arises right now, I go to Jesus. Yeah. What can I do now? Because we have that relationship. Mm -hmm. We have been developing this relationship. So every time something happens, I can move forward because I know like, there's victory in Jesus. He did it. Mm. So he can give me the power mm -hmm. to do it also. Yeah. It's, a, it's exactly what you said. It's comforting to know that. It's, it's, 
my God is not some distant, impersonal being. Mm -hmm. He's somebody that suffered through the exact same thing that I'm going through mm -hmm. today. And that to me gives me so much comfort and strength that if he knows exactly what I'm doing, then he, he can feel for me. Yeah. He knows how hard this is, yeah. and that he's, he's there with me every step of the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, in Matthew chapter 15, um, verses 7 to 9, uh, there's, an, there's an interesting um, interaction between Jesus and the Pharisees. And um, it, it's basically talking about human thinking, adding human thinking to the Word of God. And I'm just going to read that, you know, Matthew 15, verses 7 to 9, very quickly. Hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, about that verse when you think about, you know, um, adding human standards to the Word of God? It's very interesting to me because it's, these words from Jesus are pretty, pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. He's hypocrites. He's like, you guys are fake. Mm. You do one thing in front of me, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, in public, but then yeah. behind the, the scenes, mm -hmm. you don't really know what you're doing or who you're worshiping. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, uh, in vain, you're worshiping me. Yeah. You, you don't even know who you're worshiping. Yeah. yeah. See, the, the crucial thing that Jesus is saying is that you honor me with your lips. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But your heart yeah. is far from me. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just horrible. It, it's... It, God really wants our heart, our mind. That's the only way we can really, we can really be obedient to God. Mm -hmm. if, if He gives us a different heart, yeah. if that dying to self occurs and you don't live, your, your sinful, sinful flesh heart is dead and now the heart of Christ is being replaced. So it's, a, it's a divine surgery. <laughs> we need divine surgery of yeah. Jesus every day, every moment, every morning. Another thing that the text says is that they're teaching for doctrine commandments of men. <clears throat> And so, I mean, that leads us right into the next question. You know, how, how can standards and rules, you know, human standards and human rules that we apply, um, how, how can these sometimes lead us astray? There are some good rules and standards that mm -hmm. not maybe spelled out in the Bible. There's principles in the Bible and there's some applications of the principle. Mm -hmm. And we, what we have to be very careful is that they're really grounded in the Word. Okay. Because Jesus says everything it is written. Mm -hmm. So if it's really grounded in the Word, and if you see the principle is, is right there, I, I don't know, for example, let's say sleeping before midnight. I mean, the science supports it, Ellen G. White supports it. I mean, all the we have all the documents saying that it's good for you to sleep before midnight. Mm -hmm. it, it, you get the rest. And mm -hmm. sometimes even you're, you're, you're breaking your body by going to sleep too late. You're sinning against your body. Mm -hmm. So you, those principles are not spelled out in the Bible, but is it, is it a commandment of men? Or you, you know, and things mm. like that. And how do we, how does that doesn't become, lead us astray? Well, I think it needs to, all, everything that we do, we need to do out of love for Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Yep. Focus on Christ. I love Christ. Yeah. And everything we do, we have yeah. to do that. So maybe your love for Christ could require you staying up very late. You know? Well, Jesus sometimes exactly. prayed all night long, That's right. and he was refreshed. Well, right. my point is like, are you praying all night? If you're praying all night long, okay, That's then. Right. But oftentimes, we, that thing before, yeah. yeah, no. You know, I really had a good time uh, discussing the lesson with you, and that, unfortunately, that's about all the time that we've had. Uh, 
I'd like to thank you for joining us here on this show. You can start a discussion on our Facebook page, or you can write us at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, dot O-R-G. Bible study is more than just words in a discussion. It is life improving. It's for both the head and for the heart. And may yours grow in God's spirit. I'm Andrew Campbell, and we'll see you next time on Sabbath School University.